Everyone, you are listening to You've Got Five Options show with Marta and Anna. Join us while we are solving yet another life challenge. And if you decide to share your problem with us, yours can be next. Hello, everyone. This is Marta. This is Anna. And this is You've Got Five Options. Yes, you said it. Yes. So we are back again. We will continue solving uh, Kate's challenge. Kate is our special guest who is actually with us to share the solution for her own challenge, which we think is amazing to have guests who are actually the ones providing five options. But not to forget that we have Lesse with us. Hi. <laughs> even though we have not asked Lesse any questions in the first episode. No, but that's fine. I'm, I'm listening. You're so listening. The, the expert is there. So. Oh, my God. I, I don't know if I'm an expert. I would just say I have experience on life, so yeah. to say. So <laughs> I'm just sharing the experiences. <laughs> and this is our lovely gate. Uh, gate. <laughs> what? I wanted I am to very combine. Lovely. I know. Darling, I wanted to combine ga- uh, guest and Kate. So okay. it came out as gate. Okay. So this is our lovely guest. Kate and Kate is here for the second time. Uh, guys, if you have missed the first episode that had really a lot of valuable information on how to find a job in Denmark when you are international, please visit our YouTube channel where we always store the recordings of our radio show or please find our podcast. It's extremely simple. You just have to go on the5options.com and go to podcast section, which is at the top of the page. Click there, subscribe on your preferred means of hearing your podcast and the episode will be there. So then you will have a complete two parts show on how to find job in Denmark as an international. Correct, correct. So I think we can just start with uh, telling you exactly what the challenge is about. So I'm going to read it now and uh, here it goes. I have lived in Denmark for many years and I am having a hard time getting a job in Denmark. I have a degree and I'm highly educated. I live with my partner and he's the breadwinner of the family. I want to contribute to Danish society and be active in a job. Plus, I want to help my partner as we are a team and I want to participate financially as money is always the strain in our relationship. How do you go about getting a job in Denmark being an international? So we have Kate who has actually succeeded to get, what, six jobs in three years and a half? Yep. Yeah. So because for many of us here, it's actually a huge challenge to land a job. It's really difficult. I think another thing is how to deal when you had to actually, you know, move between all those jobs that we will be talking to Kate about in the next episodes. We will have it as another challenge, but actually landing a job. It's the first and really, really difficult challenge for many of us. So thank you so much, Kate for coming here with us. And I'll just mention uh, to you guys that in our previous episode, we have talked about the first three options. And the first one was to recognize your strengths. Then we talked about analyzing your options. And we just started to talk about use your network. And we will continue on that topic. I just wanted to say, it actually is really impressive that you had six jobs, was it, in three years? Uh, three and a half. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even for a lot of Danish people, it's very difficult. Landing this first job after you are newly educated, even, that can be a real struggle. 
You are an expert. Yeah. <laughs> you are. I, yeah. I guess I should pat myself on the back a little bit. Yeah. So being positive. So I thank you for uh, for the support. Yes. Yeah. Life experience expert. Yes. Our gate. Uh, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> our gate to again. our gate to wisdom. Okay, that that's what I meant, darling. Our oh, yeah. our our dear Kate. Yes. Lovely. So uh, you are you are right, Marta. We were actually talking about network, and I've heard that network in Denmark is even more important than in some other countries. Yes. Uh, would we agree on that, Lasse? Yeah, you yeah, yes. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. So it's really really interesting to talk about this exact point because now when I think about it, when I was working in uh, Siemens for more than six years, I was able to find a job for seven people throughout the six years. And actually, I was like an unofficial undercover recruiter because after some time, people were, I, I have a very soft heart, so someone was looking for a job, couldn't find it for, I don't know, a couple of months. And then they were sending me a CV and I was always be being able to to match that person with some opening. So, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was actually... Uh, being able to find job for people and uh, now i realize yeah i was i was the network hub for others yeah yeah no, so it has to be important definitely Yeah, so don't worry, guys, if you don't have a network, it's still possible to get a job. Anna, you, for example, you got your job in Siemens absolutely without network connections, right? Yes. It was a pure application through Siemens website and you still managed to get the job. Yes. So don't worry, guys, if you don't have a network yet, it's still possible. But in the process, especially if it is difficult to get a job, do build your network. So Kate started to give some tips on how to actually build your network if you are a new person in Denmark. So if you have missed that, uh, please uh, listen to the first show. Now we will go a little bit deeper into actually how do you use your network. So what would you advise? Like you, you, you've mentioned this thing, don't be shy and yes. don't be shy and ask for help. I think it's a challenge for many of us. You are kind of like ashamed or yes. shy or, you know, it could be different things. But what could you tell our listeners how to, you know, how to break through that your own personal barrier of using the network? Yes. I mean, it is about going out of your comfort zone. It really, really is. And when you're in a new environment, I mean, I've lived in two different countries. So like going into an, an, another culture like two times is uh, quite a challenge in its own. But yeah, you, in the end, it's just about, you know, making yourself do it, I guess, in that way, because otherwise you're going to drown. I really believe that. And it's just about like, you know, maybe just if you don't have a lot of friends, like just it is about going out of your comfort zone. But if you do know someone, even if you know, like, that maybe just to start is if you meet someone at like Lairdansk or something or maybe at a, at a coffee I don't know it's, it is random because in Denmark the Danish culture is like if you, if someone just randomly talks at you at a coffee shop you think that they're like you're crazy or something <laughs> but uh, yeah so but anyways uh, but yeah just go out of your comfort zone and like like just make yourself do it or really bring someone with you like to help encourage you as well or talk to a family member on, on how to get that support as well it is about staying positive which we'll talk a little bit about later but that is like just that's what you just need to do uh, if that makes sense like just bring that support like a friend or yeah just uh, go out of your comfort zone and just say hey can I like join and uh, on something or even like with Laredansk actually that was one of the big networks I have actually now actually uh, that one of my still my closest friends come from Laredansk and I still use them as like a network to you know kind of look around a little bit <laughs> so, so how exactly have you used the network to get a job 
Yeah, uh, actually, how I've done it personally is I've used LinkedIn, uh, and also when I was uh, in one of my job searches, there was I, I had a job interview and uh, it wasn't uh, the right match, but uh, he was actually really really kind and said if there's anything I can do to help you with your job because actually you would be a really great fit somewhere even if it's not the great fit for us now. I said like I still really want to help you, and I said great. Would you be so kind actually to post on on your LinkedIn profile? And a lot of people actually saw that as well. So not only that time, but also using my previous employer, who was more than kind to to help me and use as a recommendation. And he just posted it. It is a great company, actually, uh, the previous one I worked at. And uh, yeah, and he actually just really helped me with that. And uh, just uh, it made even the email introductions and everything. So don't be shy with that. Like you, if you have a good relationship with your employer, like use that definitely. And also, even if like if if I have a job interview and if they're like, yeah, I'm more than happy to help, use it. You know. If, if it's not even a good match for both of you right now, and if it's a still good, just, just use that network, definitely. This is actually so simple yet amazing because, you know, many times we hear something like, if I can help you somehow, you know, it's like, and then you answer, yeah, if you hear something, let me know. But come on, a, a normal average manager or anyone has 100 million things on the head will not remember that, uh, yeah, if I see something or maybe will, but will not attend to this tip with could you please post my let's say a profile or or something on LinkedIn it's concrete so you go he, he goes or she goes post this and then a lot of people see it this is a very straightforward thing that you can ask for I never even thought about this this is unbelievable because you know if I will hear something I will let you know that can really go very fluffy very soon. But if you ask for something like, could you please post my profile on your profile linking and say that I found this or I know this great person, if someone is interested, that can spread globally because now LinkedIn is so powerful and you can yes. see so many posts from so many people. So that was an amazing tip, Kate. Yeah, well, thank you. I mean, it's just in the end, it's just about yeah, it, it is about going for it <laughs> in the yeah. end and not being shy about it. And if you and going back to, to the point previous point about being shy, it, it might be going out of your comfort zone, but you really just need to go and make yourself do that. And it's just as simple as like typing on it. And and also I, I find it's also part of Danish culture that that Danish culture, people are more than willing to go out of their way to help you. Like, you know, definitely. I have at least had that with my previous experiences. Just a funny small story as well. I remember when I first came to uh, Denmark and I was completely lost and I, my Danish was not as good as it is now. And uh, there was this old lady and I asked for, tried to, talked to her in Danish and it, it was just not working and then I passed and she actually followed me and I was like what's what's going on this old lady is just following <laughs> me and actually I asked someone else you know and then I asked in English and then she came and talked to him and said like she actually knows where I need to go she's only like down the street and she was willing to go out of her way even though she didn't speak any like English whatsoever was willing to go out of her way to still help me like despite the language barrier and I thought wow that is amazing like so so amazing and I find that so much within Danish culture I'm not saying you should abuse that, not at all. But if someone like Danish culture just use this culture network to like if if someone is like says that they want to help you, they genuinely want to help you. So definitely use that for sure. Okay, that sounds really really great. And uh, now I would like us to move on to the next tip. Yeah. So what's the next one? The next one is about targeting your application. Now I know probably a lot of these listeners saying Kate. 
I have heard saying targeting your application a million times and it doesn't work well and I know it. Uh, why are you telling me this? It is because it is so, so true. And when I say targeting your application, you it's it goes beyond the CV and the cover letter. You have to actually, again, if you're shy, you still need to like make yourself go either call or like if it's a bigger company or HR, like try to find out as much information as possible. If it is the direct person, make sure you ask the right questions because those questions are going to really help you target your application. So how do you go about actually uh, asking the right questions? You're probably going to ask, well, uh, find like the gaps within the website. So what uh, or within the job uh, posting. And what do I mean by this? Well, for example, if a company does not have posting their company values, for example, you know, you can just go and ask them. Actually, I got a job interview just like this, but uh, just literally, like, I just asked this question and he tried to answer it. He couldn't, but he's like, you know what? He's like, I haven't seen your CV, but I want to come, I want you to come for like a job interview. He's like, bring the CV, like, send me the CV, like, in a few days later, because he, he just really loved that I just asked the right questions and was just like such a go getter in that way. And I know it is a challenge to be a go getter in this, but I guess it's even if you're shy, like, it's okay, just keep practicing it, like, just keep going. And, and, and once you'll find, I've made a lot of mistakes as well like don't get me wrong like I have asked the wrong questions in the past and then they're like well it's obviously like on the job on the company website or in the job posting so you really need to do your research definitely do that what's something else I can say about it yeah just yeah, just don't be afraid. Like definitely just ask those questions and really find the gaps. And even if it's something like if they say Danish and English, uh, actually I've gotten jobs even though they were like the posting was in Danish and they said Danish English. I still like wrote in Danish and really tried my best to show that I really want and said, okay, my Danish is lacking, but I'm really making an effort. And I'm really trying. And and then I just said, here's my LinkedIn CV. Do you think like uh, I would be of any value to your company? And actually that was, uh, that's how I got my previous job was I just sent that email and they said send your application uh, like later like just come for the interview you can ask all your questions there later and I was just like wow you know so so targeting your application in uh, your description sounds like showing that you really care yeah. about that job and that you are actually proactively searching for what you could bring as a value definitely oh absolutely um it's not only about like value but also it's also about finding if if it's the right job for you as well because in the end like you know if they really want someone that wants to speak uh, fluent danish then you say oh could you please help me understand why that is and then it, they might they might give a reasonable explanation and that's fine and then it just means that right now this is not the right job for you and you just have to keep going and of course i'm not saying like you should stop your danish or whatever like definitely like keep on with your danish and keep going with that that's not at all what i'm saying it's just means that you're not ready for that level and we talked about as well earlier about like growing yourself uh, in this competence so definitely keep growing in that confidence it just means that you're not ready for that type of position right now I actually have to say that what you said especially about those questions I can see that this really works because of course as Marta said targeting your application and this is what everyone will tell you at any job center any career coach your CV should be changeable so based Basically, yes. when you have your CV and you go for a specific position, you change things within your experience, you highlight those things that are relevant, you change your profile section or whatever. So it goes directly there. The same with the motivation letter. But 
For instance, I remember when I was going through interviews or when I was trying to ask for more questions over email because sometimes you get a phone number, sometimes you get an email. Then I was indeed asking some questions and I was asking them because I was curious if this is actually a fit for me because there is also one very smart thing you said. Is that the job for you? Because sometimes we get so desperate to get an employment that we will just take anything and then we can actually become very miserable very fast and i think that desperation is very easily detectable by the other human being so if you go with a mindset of i really need something could you please give me something anything and a manager actually wants a confident skilled and driven employee who knows what he wants and not let's say a person who will just take anything that's also a risk for the manager like I would think okay I'm hiring this person and she can make uh, jumping jacks if I ask her Uh, that doesn't really look like this is a person with a you know some sort of a vision of employee he or she wants to be that's exactly right. Like, uh, I'm not going to repeat the story from previously. So if you missed the story, go to part one. <laughs> but mm. I think that's part of like one of the reason why I lost uh, that uh, job actually was also showing the desperation because that's where I was at the point in my life where I felt so desperate and saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I can do this or this and saw other postings. And then I just blew it with that company forever uh, as long as there's <laughs> yeah. so so they can really sense that they can sniff it for sure. Yeah, I think you can be very passionate about getting a certain position because you can say, listen, this is my dream job. I know that this is my dream job. That's one thing. But if you go to a company and say, I can do whatever you want, you ask me to. That's a different mindset. So you can be passionate and you can be even a little bit, maybe I cannot find the right word, not pushy, but you can be really passionate about one certain position because you see this is my dream job and then show guys, I really want to work here. I really want to work for this position. It's a bit different than you have this general vibe of I'm really desperate, take me in. Because if I would be a manager, I wouldn't like to take a desperate people who just will work with anything because I know that once they will settle in their mindset and they will be more calm psychologically logically, they will simply leave because Mm. they will not want to be here. And the other powerful questions that question about the value, I think it's very good when you are missing something on the corporate website on on the company website, like, okay, so what are your values? What is the culture? Because I want to know if I fit in your company and I cannot tell it from the website yet. For instance, I usually ask, what do you consider as the biggest challenge for this job position currently? What will be my biggest like let's say that the first big task and what is challenging within that and usually they they start to talk and they start to talk also about the company like for instance what is the biggest challenge here well actually the cooperation within the department is the biggest challenge i don't know how to do 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 do. and then you can actually sense what they really need because job poster many times it's just very generic It shows what they need experience-wise. It shows what they need skill-wise. And then there is some kind of, you know, like a business jargon. We are a modern, hip company or we are dynamic. By the way, if you hear dynamic and ever-changing, it means that there is a mess inside. (laughs) But... yeah so (laughs) yeah well it's a keyword you know for we have no processes and uh, we basically just uh, don't sleep at night and we work but i think it's really important to figure out like okay what will be my biggest challenge will i fit there 
because then they see that you are really interested and you really show some consideration that this is not just a serial application. That's actually a really good point. And another thing that I would like to uh, also point out is that it's about uh, getting, like, just asking the question, get them interested in your personality and listening to them. It, you actually were right on the dot. It's getting them to talk. That is so, so important because in the end, they're instead of me, uh, actually what I learned is that you make it turn around where they ask you the questions and then when they ask questions about you, that is a really good sign. That means that they're really, really interested in that they will remember you. And like, especially at the end, if they ask, oh, what, by the way, what's your name again? That is when you have actually like, you're like, okay, now like they're super interested. And actually, once you have that sign, it means that you have already got the interview very likely. It's at least a 90% chance. So for sure. So targeting your application is very much about like really reading through the job posting and really reading through the company website. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And reading between the lines as and well. Reading, 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 reading <laughs> between the lines. Yes. And reading between the lines. So you try to go there, really read to it and find the gap. Yeah, exactly. that's one of the things. Second thing is like reaching out to them and to get what is real about that job posting. That was a really good tip as well. So it's not only about what you can read in a job posting, but actually calling them and asking what's the real challenge that you have in that job right now? What would be one of the first tasks for me? That I think is a brilliant, brilliant question to to actually, because people are sometimes like, oh, I would really like to call them, but I don't really know what to ask. So I think that's uh, quite a good uh, tip for people to go out there and um, and ask these kind of questions. Any other like creative ways to target your application? Yeah, that's actually a good question. Actually, one of the most creative ways I've actually done, I actually never got a job interview because of it, because then it, the job posting, but I actually took the time. Uh, there was a position at Lego, actually, that I was really interested a lot long time ago and uh, I was actually was thinking oh what if I made myself as a Lego miniature and posted <laughs> it as a picture of myself in the CV and I was about to send it and then it was too late and I was like oh but actually it got a lot of attention on LinkedIn for that and a lot of employers were like oh my god that's like super super and actually it started to like pique the interest as well that's when when companies look at you as well just based on that that is a super good sign as well so yeah like that that's definitely one thing like be creative with your CV like you know something with Lego or oh, I'm trying to think uh, you can also have really fun titles uh, things like it all depends on the company culture as well so bear that in mind so I know like having a miniature for Lego might work for one company but it might not work for another and then they it's, it's just all depends so you have to really be careful when you target your application okay about what is really the culture and that is when we come back to the call the call is the most important thing at the end of the day before even and even when you and one other thing I wanted to add was that before if you're shy and uh, you don't know what to say then just make a list of the questions because of course you're going to end up forgetting so just make that list and if you're shy just uh, keep going and really listening and, and make notes that's so so important as well and definitely yeah. something that can be used at the interview later on oh definitely, definitely. Uh, i was just thinking if i would see a cv uh, with someone having their picture as a hub of a turbine uh, as a as a cv picture for the wind industry that probably wouldn't work well imagine <laughs> a turbine and instead of a hub where the blades are coming out there is a head of a of an applicant i don't think this will work but for lego i am absolutely sure that this will work I, I can just add two more things kate and i wonder what is your opinion about this one time before i had an interview with a company i actually had looked through their website 
look through the history of the company. It was relatively a young company. They were 15 years old. It was consulting with construction and so on. I looked at the Jap advertisement and I figured out their current situation. It was a wild shot because I could have been totally wrong. But when I was talking with them over the phone, I said, okay, from what I see on your website and from what I see in a Jap ad, you are in this specific situation. And I said, probably you just grow too much and and the guy like, how do you know that? And so I, I made I made it, right? I, I made a good profile, but you can always risk with it. What is the risk? The worst case, they will say, no, you are actually a bit wrong, but they might actually start to correct you and give you the right information, you know? And the other thing I actually did, I was preparing a PowerPoint presentations that I was bringing. I brought on one interview with my ready solution for what they have given in a job at. So I was like, actually, you know what? They ask for something else. And I was like, you know what? This I cannot give you because I have two information, but this is what I would do in order to get there. And I had a full presentation ready. And, uh, and you know, I actually came with my proposition of a solution for the problem that they posted in a job ad that they would like a person they would hire to solve. That's actually really interesting. And, and again, it all comes back to like your personality and about trying different things. So what you're saying probably would work for you, but maybe it won't work for me because my personality is, is, not, is very, very different. Uh, but actually going to the presentation uh, in my current company, uh, there was actually training uh, someone uh, I'm currently uh, in training with. And actually how he got the job was he made an amazing presentation like to my boss and to the CEO. And uh, yeah, and they were like blown away and impressed. I wasn't there, but actually that was a really good point was like he just, he really made the effort of making this presentation about the company and like really trying to give a walkthrough even though he's never had any training of it and after training him I was like wow he is actually was the best fit like uh, of anyone I'm sure I, I don't doubt uh, now that I've uh, met him because he's just really a fast learner and just like showed like how much he knew before we even trained him I was like wow I didn't I didn't have to do anything to him almost because he was just uh, really just studied it and really know knew his stuff before and that's actually like another really good tip maybe something I will do in the future is like ladies I just wanted to say that we are about to finish with that episode and we have one more option that we will discuss in the next uh, yeah so I just wanted to at least mention the last option to everyone so we gave people plenty of tips on targeting the application so Kate just tell us what would be the last option staying positive and going for it that's that's really it <laughs> yeah because when you have made a lot of applications and you may have even got some interviews or no interviews or maybe you have got a lot of interviews but nothing ever came out of it it's it might be quite hard to stay positive it is and and, and i'm not going to i'm not going to lie like I've also, of course i've been in, in dark places where i was just like i didn't know if i was uh, if i should keep going or whether like you know i had the support but i was like really am i such a burden to my husband and it was just really 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 dark and um and, and the only way like that really got me out of that dark place was just actually it was my husband and him telling me like what my thoughts were just uh, you know just my thoughts and that my minds were just my mind was just playing tricks on me and I had that emotional support but we I, there's so many more tips I, I would like to give to, to that but that actually was a really big one that we can start off and talk about in the next episode for sure yeah so guys summing up uh, we've had Kate here who landed six jobs in three years and a half who has given her five tips for how to land a job 
when you're new in Denmark, and it was to recognize your strengths, it was to analyze your options, use your network, target your application, and stay positive. In the next two episodes, we will be going really into that, you know, how to stay positive despite the hardships and the failures. So we strongly encourage you to listen to us in the next episodes on Monday and Wednesday. Thank you, Kate, a lot for joining us here. And thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You are listening to You've Got Five Options show, where we solve your life challenges. Remember that you can visit our website, the5options.com, where you can submit your challenge or find our previous challenges. That's all, folks.